forsooth, adverb, archaic. In truth, in fact, indeed. Now used in derision or to express disbelief. So we're back. This is going to be a little bit longer of one, though. I do warn everybody who listened to the last one that was 30 minutes because we actually have a guest this time. Oh, yay. Well, we couldn't grab a guest off of the side of the beach in Hawaii where we definitely weren't. We definitely we were weren't that. there. No, we weren't doing that in the middle of our, our trip. Uh, with us today is Matt. You've had Matt on the show before. Hello, everybody. And uh, we're going to talk about some pretty heavy I've, topics. My favorite subjects. Violence and porn. Mm. Fantastic. I always get the good ones. Don't yeah. you, though? I always get the good ones where it's like, let's deal with the major issues let's of invite, our society. Let's like, so I just want to talk about nerd things like once. So there was one <laughs> this, There was one that we did, Monica and I, were like, we literally, I had to take like a pause, I think, in the middle of recording it because it was really heavy stuff that was really upsetting. But it was like about but, kids and you always yeah, we, we I issued. Can't, a, I can't do the kid thing. We issued a warning. Cry. We had to issue a warning like, don't listen to this. I have a hard pass like on that kind of shit. Well, it wasn't specifically a kid so much as it was a pregnant woman. Yeah. Um, it was, like, it was just... Oh, kind of the same. Yeah. Depending on... No, it was just, so it was a monstrous topic on that one. So, yeah, this isn't the worst topic we've done. Oh, good. <laughs> so, we'll this is that way. This is a lot lighthearted. In fact, we're going to start off with lighthearted mode because Monica likes to really just jab the shitty stuff late in the game. Yeah. Uh, and she likes to and leave people with... The, yeah, and with the bad note because that way they're looking forward to the next one. They don't, they're, not, they're not leaving on a high and expecting a high when they come back. You know, you know where one, I got this... They don't say leaving one or more, right? They, want, they say leave them hating you. you leave know, them crying. This is... Yeah. This is uh, I'm inspired by Boardwalk Empire. Oh, God. The show of Why Can't Anyone Be Happy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, watch that show? Do you remember Owen? The, the beautiful love interest? I'm like, this is cool, but... <laughs> Every character in that show ended poorly. Oh, man. No one had a good life. Yeah, I could tell that. I could and tell the that one early, person... Like, the one solid good person of the entire season, and the last season they're all like, let's make this guy a monster. <laughs> they ruined the one person. Oh. What was it, five seasons? That you were just, like, loving the whole time? Yeah, he was just so, so like, committed and so, like, giving. Pure. Pure and just, like, was 100% loyal. Oh, and in the end... They it, ruined it. It didn't make sense for the character either. Like, no, it was almost it was like, like we've, well, but we've got a character in here that's a good guy. Yeah. Let's ruin like, him. They're like, hold on, we're trying to wrap this up. They needed to spite the, the viewer. Huh? Yeah. I think that was the whole point of it. It was all like, look, these people like him. They went George R.R. Well, R. on this guy. Yeah, I was like, was this before Game of Thrones? It was before happened? Game of Thrones. I think it was... Well, it was before the show, after the books. I, I Well, I think it's actually started when Game of Thrones started, it was ending. What? I think when the show ended, Game of Thrones had already just started. Probably. So I think there's a little crossover between... Not a lot, though. Yeah, but the show definitely started before Game of Thrones. Yeah, I remember that. But, so the first thing I want to talk about is, um, it's about, there was there was a ninja, uh, and this, this ninja uh, attacked this ninja? company, uh, and, and doing so caused major downfalls, uh, because he wouldn't play Fortnite with them anymore. Wait, that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ninja! So, so uh, this this I, I hate calling him ninja because I'm all like, you're not a ninja. Richard it's Richard Tyler, Tyler exactly. Uh, I hate this guy so much. There's Hold something on. about his face I hate. Ricky Blev. Oh, that's way too cool for what this guy deserves. How about, um, how about I, don't know, I don't know the guy, but he's well, also on short for so. Richard is Dick, so you can call him Dick Blev. Dick Blev? That's better. That's much better. Yeah. So Dick Blev. Dickie Blev. Dickie Blev. I like that even better. Dickie Blev uh, was on Twitch. Uh, he was only made famous, by the way, from having celebrities join him, which didn't make a lot of sense as to why celebrities would want to play Fortnite on Twitch with a nobody. I forget who it was. It was that fucking singer, uh, the one that does the dad dance. Okay. Maybe he sucked him off. Maybe it's possible. Wow. 
I mean, who knows? I missed you guys. <laughs> I missed you too. <laughs> We're coming in hot. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, and so he basically, he rose it, and he basically helped rise the success of, of Twitch also, which he was on. Um, and he he did also post the stuff on YouTube, so it wasn't like he was exclusive to Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, so he has 14 million followers on Twitch. Uh, on, Jesus Christ. On Twitter, he's got 407. Uh, no, so, 4.7. Sorry, 4.7, you're right. 4.7 million. Uh, and so he announced during the week that he was switching, actually no, he announced like a week or two ago that he was switching over from Twitch to Mixer. Which I had never heard of. It's, it's horrible, by the way. So we, we review some video games, uh, and the companies are all like, who do you post on? They want to know facts. And then it goes, oh, do you have a Mixer account? And I always laugh and say no. (laughs) Because like, a Mixer account doesn't make sense for us because then we have to literally live play it on an Xbox. Because Mixer is Microsoft only. Wow, Microsoft and PC, right? Uh, and I'm like, that's I, that. There, why would why would you have an account like that? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I would much rather use YouTube, so I could basically play any game and put it on there on any console on any system or Twitch, which we do. Uh, we have an account. We haven't started posting anything on it just yet. Yeah. But like, you have that ability, that option to. I have a couple friends who are on Twitch and they seem to enjoy it. Yeah, and I, I, I'm actually been really thinking about going on to it and start doing some artistic stuff on there. Like our good friend Lindsay, she does amazing stuff on her Twitch account. I believe it's uh, LNZ Design. Uh, if anyone listening to this wants to check that out, she does amazing work on Photoshop and Illustrator live on the thing. You can join her and make comments and help her with her designs. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, I've heard, uh, I saw some uh, something about someone, there was a painter who was following like a Bob Ross. Um, there's a lot of that on like, there. episode as she's doing Happy it. Happy Little Accidents. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's funny. The coolest thing, I think, is when the people do the sculpting, like live on the camera. That's right. That stuff's like, as I'm... I, always, I have like a love for things I can't do and sculpting in my course, mind is something yeah. that I can't do and I don't think I ever will be able to and just watching someone do that like I don't really get that interested when I go to a museum and see paintings you never played with Play-Doh? <sighs> well being, playing with Play-Doh is different than making a work of art I mean like that's, that's the beginning of getting into sculpting sure well, every time I go to a museum I, I skip the paintings I go directly to the sculpture gardens you're just a fan of sculpture I love them it's just like there's something amazing about taking a object and just crafting a 3D shape out of it whether you're chiseling away or building up it's so impressive I and started uh, a few months ago I started wood carving like literally <gasps> like carving Ooh. spoons and like bowls and stuff nice. like that I'm really interested in that now oh man it's great I just found find like found wood or I, my buddies like see some buddy trimming some trees or something like that and they'll just grab me a few branches and, that's cool uh, and so yeah I did a Eric you know, yelled at me for gra- gathering branches well you've well, got that's, tiny I mean, branches and you don't do anything with them there's like 50,000 dead branches in our backyard that I don't do anything need with. to let them dry out they've been drying for three years they have not it's been two Liar. okay it's been two I apologize <laughs> literally it's been well, two well if there's anything fresh green wood carving is much easier on the my hands and the knives but yeah I, I started with um, I started just wanting I found this split of firewood mm-hmm. and it looked like to be some kind of um, some walnut you know so, uh, and uh, and I'm like that shouldn't be firewood it's like nice straight grain and stuff like that and so um, I made a, a set of runes for that um, for that you know I do like rune casting and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then I also did like a little tiny mushroom sculpture and like and like I kept using these I've made like a hairpin like a double pronged hairpin for my wife nice. and then, like all this same little block of wood and the last thing I did of the largest piece was like this big kind of ladle spoon thing that's cool and um, yeah it's it's the most like 
fulfilling. Relaxing. All those, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's it can be very zen. And you know, I, I, most recently, I just finished uh, yesterday and gave it to a friend of mine, um, my dungeon master. So I've been playing D and D now for about a year, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because uh, like a year before, I've been like, no, I don't think I have the cognitive capacity to keep up with a game that but complex. D&D is great, though. That's my favorite now. Right? Wasn't it's, I telling you this? You've been telling me this for years. but I want to get you into other games because I can't stand I'm D&D. I'm going to be... Uh, well, I love d and I'm going to play it forever. But... Um, like Exalted and freaking uh, Shadowrun. I'm going to start doing... I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to GM um, my own... Uh, kind of homebrew <gasps> from uh, that's based off of Monsters of the Week. Oh, nice. Cool. Which is, um, what, 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 what do they use that? The Apocalypse, whatever. The game system. Mm. I don't know about that one. Yeah, it's really cool. So you should, uh, it's kind of like the Fate system a little bit. Oh, nice. I know the people that do the Fate system. They're pretty cool. Um, yeah, Evil Hat Productions. Topic. I think. About yes, sorry. Violence. Sorry, guys. Because he's so boring. No one likes him. Except for the people that want to just want to play right, him and well, scope him. That's me wanting to talk about wholesome stuff. Well, okay, okay, we'll get there, Monica. So That's why I came to this. Okay. So <laughs> he left there and he basically shut down basic switch account. His account was there, but it was he wasn't making anything new and it was like it was like archived almost in a way. And right. so Twitch is Setting up this thing similar to, you know when you finish a video on YouTube? Yeah. And it's all like, hey, did you like this video? Check out these other videos. Videos that are in no way connected to you or your product. They're basically just an algorithm is pulling shit. Right. Uh, so Twitch is trying to do something similar to that. Like, you know, it's all like, you know, ninjas in a different castle. Check out these other videos that might interest you. Which is kind of a cool idea uh, to us viewers of content. Well, yeah, if the algorithm works. To him, though, he's pissed yeah, because it means thing. he loses money. Because people who would look for him are now looking at other people's content. And he's, he's one of these people that doesn't believe in, in like, sharing... Other people? Like, yeah. the wealth, kind of, in my like opinion. A, like a free market? Yeah, because he, he basically made this video, so like, and it, forget about the thing we were going to talk about in a second, that like he has general beef to be upset about. But he's all like, I don't like the sharing, like, commenting, like, showcasing streamers on my channel. Like, like other streamers. It's like, it's a streaming, dude. It's a streamer's you, network. Yeah. Do you know how? But the thing, that, the thing that's really messed up about it is, and so Twitch has done some fucked up things in the past. And like, for instance, they have put ads for uh, Ninja streaming live events like during certain periods of time, like in front of other people's Twitch channels, and they were rightfully upset because it's like, dude, I was going to stream that day, and now you're showing my fans they right. should watch this person instead, instead of when you. I'm streaming. That's that's a little bit more challenging. Yeah, when you I think what that's happening is you're getting. Like old media marketers in there, yeah, don't really fully understand the they're concept like, we'll get people of the new media. So you're like, they are promoting, but they don't know how to promote now in See, this new platform. That kind of stuff is great to promote. Like, say, for instance, on YouTube, on Netflix, on things like I'm crazy like people's websites. Putting shit like that yeah. out there on other right. platforms brings people in, and it's beneficial for everybody. Putting it on independent people, yeah, point in time well, you want to and pulling new people yeah. in as opposed well, to you basically live, taking away. Don't do it on. Do it on do it on a, a different, a, a different time. Yeah. network. Yeah, or a different. Or platform. or if you wanted to basically run that ad on, say, for instance, a bigger streamer's thing to get other people to look at other people's streamers, then you'd basically maybe want to talk to that streamer and be all like, "Hey, are you sure you're not streaming on this day?" And or say, even if you Sweet. are, like the guy's got a few views, you know, he can kick over. But that's yeah. benevolence, and that doesn't exist on the internet. Not really. Yeah. So, but the thing that he's really upset Except about. Except hashtag whittling, I should say. Like if oh, you're on Instagram. If you need a break from all of this like horrible shit, 
Just do that. It's the most wholesome shit ever. I have not <laughs> yet still found You haven't seen one... a dildo wildo? No. <laughs> that's the thing. Challenge accepted. Do, get on there. Please do not sully this by posting something horrible no, with I'm, the hashtag. I am, I am going to. I am going to whittle dildos on Twitch. Uh, that's fine. But just keep it on And then Instagram. share that's, them on that's Instagram. Like, oh, God. And then Tumblr? See, the internet is broken. <laughs> I've done it. If you ever find something pure, never share it. That's the fuck. You gotta, like when you find a shortcut in Especially LA. to YouTube. It's, the thing about it is, like, you find, like, an undisturbed valley in, like, a forest, and you're all like, I'm going to tell everyone about this. You come back in a year, it's clear cut. Yeah. yeah. Someone set up an RV. This is what I get for having friends. I know, right? I'm, I am it's so sorry for the death of your favorite thing. That's okay. Because uh, it will be dead. Uh, you shared it with the internet. It's your fault. <laughs> so if it wasn't us, it'd be someone else. That's true. Uh, so the thing he's upset about is a number one suggested thing on his page uh, was an account who has since been terminated that was showcasing porn on Twitch. That's not a thing, right? Well, it's not allowed That's on Twitch. I mean, yeah. But... It was. It slipped through. It slipped through the sensor. Yeah, it's porn. It slipped through the sensor, and it was on his page as the number, like the top left uh, suggested video was a, a streaming account that was streaming porn. Right. Uh, and so apparently, so he's right on this. Almost like probably ninety percent of his fans online are little kids. Yeah. They're underage really kids. And I mean, to be honest, that's good advertising because if you're a little kid online. And you're like, what's the thing you want to see more than anything? Boobs. Pokemon? Boobs. Monica's right in this. Okay. Pokemon's number That's what two. I wanted to see when it's I was a, a solid kid. two. I mean, to find kid, I guess. But yeah, please, let's. I'm saying, like, I see where you're over going. the age of 14, all okay. you want to see is yeah, boobs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. yeah. Over so, the age of 14? So, That's all you can think about. So the algorithm got it right. Let's be clear on that. Yeah, the algorithm works. <laughs> yeah, it works. It's just, you know, the other algorithm that's supposed to shut down pages like that on Twitch did, did not. Uh, so he was really pissed off, and he's all like, we're going to shut down our page, and blah, 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 and I apologize to my fans, but it's really Twitch's fault. It appears to be. And they apologize. Okay. So. So that's. But Ninja's a bitch. It sounds like it. Yeah, he's such a bitch. What, what, Dickie Blev? Dickie Blevy. Dickie Blevy. Dickie Blevy. All right. All day. This is not Ricky Tabby. Let's, uh, let's move on to a hero, though. Uh, a a superhero. Uh, he can swim super fast, and he can talk to Tuna. Uh, he's the king of a fictional underwater town. Fictional as far as you know. <gasps> SpongeBob. Yes, Sponge yes, Bob. yes. It is. Oh, Tom Kenny was so nice, by the way. Uh, if you listen to this, watch our interview with Tom Kenny on YouTube. He is so goddamn nice. So cool. But, uh, no, no, we're talking about Jason Momoa, a.k.a. Aquaman, a.k.a. What's his name in Aquaman? Uh, Johnny Dickfish? I can't do a DC Universe movies, man. I'd like... Uh-huh. Jason Momoa, I've met a couple times, and he's a really nice guy. Oh, yeah. Everything you want to think about him is entirely true. And, and he will still go. So he's got a huge penis. Uh, as far as I can tell. Um, and, uh, yeah, he... He is just a genuinely nice guy and great father and everything else like that. And uh, cannot make it through more than 15 minutes of a DCU I hear you. movie. I hear you. So no, no offense to we, that. We watched it, not this time. Actually, no, we, did watch a D- we always watch a DC movie on the way to Hawaii. Do you notice that? We do, yeah. That's horrible. Uh, but Shazam was actually pretty good. 
That is the one I haven't seen. That's what I heard. You should watch it. It was actually fun to watch. But uh, yeah, last time we watched uh, the. It was uh, a little dumb, but it was still fun. No, no. Was it Batman vs. Superman that we watched? No, no, no. We watched uh, Justice League. Justice League. And it was horrible. Oof. It was like the literal worst. Uh, But that being said. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Uh, So Momoa is under contract to shoot Aquaman 2. Uh, which is going to be coming out supposedly in December of 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. The first movie, of course, major blockbuster, made at least a billion dollars, a billion and a half. Did it, did it do well? Do you know if it's been? Yeah, I mean, it's though? a billion a lot. I mean, like, wasn't? Uh, uh, well, this is this is what it grossed. I don't know what it what its its take was in the box office. Do you think it's going to be delayed because of this whole weird situation? Well, how about to get into that, Monica? He's saying he can't do it. Uh, he's saying he can't do it because he's dead. I don't think he exactly told what us that is. From beyond the grave. He said that he was ran over by a bulldozer, and so he won't be able to make his commitments uh, to be in a another DC film, Any which DC is just tragic. Ever? Which is just I, the, the world has <laughs> lost a hero, uh, and uh, <laughs> so he said that almost like kind of like a, a half-hearted joke slash threat. Uh, he's very upset. So in Hawaii on the Big Island, uh, there is a um, amazing mountain uh, that's actually technically the tallest mountain slash volcano in the world because of the way it was created. It actually starts measurement at the seafloor, sea right. which is why it's the tallest. Even though technically it is shorter than um, Everest. Everest, which is really interesting. You can actually be in tropical rainstorms, uh, go to like a dry desert. Uh, hit like a, kind of a lush but not like like tropical area, and then drive up to the top of that mountain in the island and be in snow all in the same day. Incredible! It's it's insane. It's it's beautiful. Uh, but so they are building a new telescope. Now I'm not huge knowledgeable about telescopes, but this is apparently like a uh, a 30 meter telescope. It's 1.4 million. It's being built with uh, a combination of that's 1.4 uh, billion. Yes. Okay. Uh, California, Canadian universities are partnering with China, India, and Japan to build this telescope. Keeping in mind that a lot of the telescopes and satellite systems that we have in Hawaii actually are very important with regards to space travel because when we lose signal over here in Florida, Hawaii picks it back up. Right. So, like, you know, Hawaii is a big, important part of our space program. I mean, the question here is, I mean, because I, I, I kind of am familiar with the story. But I'm not, I don't know what this telescope's supposed to do. So, like, I don't know if... Because they, clearly they have the communication part down. They yeah. already have a telescope. Well, they've got, they've they've got, got over nine telescopes yeah. on top yeah. of that mountain, which is another point I'm going to make a little bit later. It's all like, you know, why at this point... Well, well, why do you need a tenth one? And will one more telescope really hurt more? Well, a 1.4 billion, 30 meter... I mean, 30 meters is... The better part of a thousand feet. They're all over the like the whole top. It's insane. If you go on Google and you same, look it up, is that the same island they're trying to put it on? It's well, yeah, no, the same island, the same mountain. And there's over nine telescopes there. At this point, though, regardless, you've just got to side with the people. Like that's just where I'm at. Like no, no, don't get me wrong on this. I, I think that there is a definite situation with regards to like this island is sacred to us this mountain is sacred to us i think it's more we don't need this i think it's more along the lines of you guys keep doing this and you need to stop it it's like i'm sure they weren't happy about telescope number one yeah and then like and i was like god damn it this is the type one and i think i think it's more of a global temperature thing you know like it's a global attitude like people are realizing that these big 
you know, entities aren't going to stop fucking with oh, people yeah. until the people say no. So, I mean, there's uh, that's what it's going to be. Now, a $1.4 billion 30-meter telescope is going to be one of the biggest telescopes in the world. Now, look, take it was that a, awesome telescope and replace one of the smaller ones you already have. It was already approved, by the way, like, 10 years that? ago. So this yeah, is not, but, like, new news, to be honest. what that approval process was like. But, I mean, yeah. like, like <laughs> 10 years ago, this thing was approved. In, like, 10 years ago, a lot of shit was different in this in this world climate. Like, Me Too wasn't a thing. It was all right to grab people by the pussy. Oh, yeah. well, it was, it's never been all right to grab people by the well, pussy. I mean, it's, it's before the pipeline, right? Like, the pipeline so, protest. And that's, this is definitely in that same vein. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of a difference between... And I know that was going to come up, to, to be fair, uh, about the whole pipeline situation. Because the Native Americans, you know, they don't want this pipeline built on it. Sure. But there is a definite danger to that pipeline being there all the time. It's really close to a water supply. Oh, yeah. Right north of where the construction was going on, the pipeline already leaked like three times like that oh, year. I completely agree. Oil into the ground soil. And so like there's a constant danger to that one pipeline. where back is, they don't need a reason to not no, let yeah. somebody fuck their shit up. Yeah. You know? And so like that that's why I don't like engaging in like the logical arguments why there shouldn't be a giant toxic pipeline through their sacred land. Well, there definitely shouldn't be a giant toxic right. pipeline right. anywhere. Oh yeah, for sure. But <laughs> like, we I, don't get to have oil if we don't know how to use it properly. <laughs> well, that like. ship has sailed. Um, <laughs> but more importantly, it's like they don't get to do that because the people don't want them to. Like yeah. that's that that is a better reason than the fact that it's a horrible pipeline. It's it's really sad about the history of Hawaii. Yeah. Uh and the and this is I don't know if a lot of people know this who are listening, but generally speaking, it's been a situation where we should not have been able to take not only by their rules but by our laws, Hawaii as a state. Right. It wasn't a situation in which we bought it from the owners, that we basically got approval of the island. We basically came and uh, embargoed and annexed yeah. them and was all like, you're now ours. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, and it was it, against our own laws. It's one of the most clear-cut cases of imperialism in oh, yeah. like the, what I would consider a modern age. It's, I might think it's almost even like worse of it because like at least usually when you do like imperialism, like there's... Like with England, they came over, they occupied, they took over, and it was almost like a show of a show of force. A lot of times that they did that kind of stuff, but like we had laws at the time to prevent us from doing that, and we kind of were all like, "Let it apply right now." Well, no one actually even raised the question. Yeah, it's horrible. That's because everybody wanted Hawaii. And the way that like rich people come to Hawaii, and they wanted to keep it for themselves. Rich people come to Hawaii and they buy up the property, they take all of it, and like the people who live there, the natives, are so upset about it. Well, the, uh, the and people are treated like second-class citizens. Well, yeah. yeah. people. And now are, all the jobs that exist there are catering to the white people that occupy them. Yeah. Yeah, but like you could say the same thing about Anaheim. Uh, I, I mean, I guess. I mean, they well, they make a ton of money on tourism. You, that's like their only source of income at this point, though, because they keep shipping off the plants uh, and like growth areas to uh, the Philippines. The sugar farms, the pineapple farms, the uh, like everything has basically been left. The coffee farms have left Hawaii. Yeah, there's the only like one or two of those of each left on the yeah. whole network of islands, right? It's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, like the whole sugarcane thing is, they have a sugarcane museum, and but they don't grow any sugarcane on. Like sugarcane grows on the island, wild, but like they don't. Well, and harvest wi- it. wild is a strong word. I mean, like, because it was an invasive species. Like, it's, it was brought over there too. So much so that, like, you know, when I drive through the, the Mideast, I, I'll, I'll say that because Midwest of uh, the U.S. 
like you just see corn everywhere. Right. Like not even like planned corn. That's the same way it is in Hawaii when you're driving on the freeways. It's yeah. like, oh, look, sugarcane. 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 It's just everywhere. Well, for tall. No one's growing it. No one wants it there. It's just there. No. But, yeah. Poor Hawaii. I just want to say that, you know, I, I, I appreciate people with a voice uh, like Dwayne uh, Rock Johnson, uh, Jason cool. Momoa, all kind of standing up being like, this is wrong. And unfortunately, it probably won't amount to much. And I'm pro. Science, like I'm pro oh, more yeah. telescopes, but you know, uh, they're not. You got to be respectful about it. Not only that, like, there are places that are going to be almost as equally as good as this island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. As good? No. Maybe. But I'm sure that like, if you go up to, you know, Alaska and find an island off the, you know, coast of something like that up there, you could do it. And I'm sure they have. But that's inconvenient and not on Hawaii where people want to be. And, like, the, the basically, you could do it. You just don't want to. You don't want to find a better place for this telescope. The funny thing, actually, about um, this situation as opposed to, like, a lot of other projects that, that are invasive is it, it would actually probably still bring a shit ton of money to the island for a construction project like this that wasn't oh, yeah. on the mountain just that's because of the fact that you can't really ship in a lot of like off island labor and whatnot to Hawaii. Yes, absolutely, you can. That's we do that at the like even the job I'm at now. We well, ship out people to help out with Hawaii. I know a lot of contractors who do that. So that's my main concern about this too is that not only are they going to bring in this one of the world's largest telescopes and just desecrate that land, I would be surprised if they brought in basically every skilled laborer in Hawaii to do it. I mean, there's there's so much science done in Hawaii. Like the ocean oceanic institutes in Hawaii yep. are insane. I yeah. can't imagine they don't have people who are local Hawaiians that actually run the other telescopes oh, too. Run, run them, yes. But Not just build, run them, but like also but like the building. That's a huge construction job. Yeah. And there's going to be a bidding process. Well, there's a bunch of construction companies in Hawaii. Yeah, I, I believe it. They might not be like Hawaiian but, companies, but, but they wanna, they're yeah. they're housed in Hawaii. Yeah, I'd be so, I'd, I'd be interested to see how that shakes out. When we were in Maui, there was just there was so much construction going up. Yes, yeah, and, and Kilani, so much like uh, places that we were there like two years before that were just beautiful like hills of green that are now going yeah, to be condos stripped. Yeah, yeah. But that's just what happens. There's also so much savanna land they're not using either. Also, so well, nobody wants a savanna. Well, that's where one of our favorite companies is in Maui. Yes, two but of them actually. Housing in Kona condos. Kola. Nobody Kula. wants to live in the fucking. Kula. Nobody wants to live in the fucking savannah when they can live on the Look, beach. If you can live in Hawaii, I mean, call it a win. Yeah. Oprah I mean, doesn't have beachland. It's it is much cheaper to live almost anywhere in Hawaii than it is to be where we're recording from right now. You are shitting me. No, it is absolutely. Not. It's about the same. Where I could keep it, looking. It's a, it's well, you were looking at Maui, weren't you? Yeah. No, you weren't looking at Kona. And Oahu. Yeah, you weren't looking at Kona. Uh, just about. In like within reason, like if we're gonna maintain this quality of living, right? Without we're not gonna improve our stations at all. It's cheaper. Wow. Yeah, Los Angeles specifically, like the San Fernando Valley areas, things like that, have one of the highest cost of livings per earning income potential that's, in the country, including that's insane. downtown. <sighs> well, thanks for listening. Yeah. 
note. Hey, look, you're the guys who like you're supposed to save it to talk the me over and like bring me over. It's gonna be great. Let's talk about horrible shit. So, tables have turned. Let's save it to the end. let's talk about Sarah Silverman and blackface. Oh god, damn it. <laughs> We had this conversation before, I think. The, I think we had. Well, I don't know like, if we did it on recording. This, but um, like comedy is a, it's a. I'm I'm a belief. It's a fickle bitch. I'm a I'm a personal belief that nothing should be, nothing should be out of bounds in comedy. Nothing should be. Yeah, we did talk about this on the podcast. But but I stand by this. That doesn't mean that you can say whatever you want. The intentions behind the words you're saying can be an issue. But if you're saying something to draw attention to it, I mean, you have to be able to laugh at tragedy. Because that's how well people get over it. Agree. You yeah. have to be able to point out and attack people in power. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to draw attention to sensitive subjects because sometimes that gets people being able to talk about it. Absolutely. Like now, I don't. So I guess it was a, a sketch from 2007. Right? Well, it was from her TV show, uh, The Sarah Silverman Project, which I loved, by the way. Uh, it's we actually we interviewed one of the people from that show when they're on Mr. Pickles. I forget his name, but he played the. The boyfriend of his sister, or her sister on the show, fake sister on the show. Uh, but during the bit, I guess she she uh, did blackface. Uh, and now this is not the first time she's talked about her past in comedy. Yeah, no, she's very open about that. So Sarah Silverman, I think you either like or you don't. I think there's two types of people. Like, there's four types, I should she say. She can be really abrasive, and a lot of people hate that about her. She's very outspoken. A lot of people hate that about her. But also, it's, that was, it's a really like. It's an important thing. Well, first, for there's a political a woman, line that gets drawn. Yeah, it's a really well, important thing for women in comedy, especially to be oh, yeah. bold and, and have a voice. Well, that's younger Sarah Silverman. New, like current Sarah Silverman is a lot more relaxed, even with the well, political she, stuff. She, yeah, she that Bernie defeat. Yeah, kind of humbled her quite a bit. The thing is, she did that uh, like Sarah Silverman, "I Love You, America" or something like that. That was good. And she had this one bit where she went to go to dinner with somebody who were Republicans. Uh, I think it was like in Utah. Yeah. And in the end, she ended up Utah. she ended up firing guns with them, uh, and like having discussions, and like she literally so, like, was so goddamn polite and so fucking friendly. Well, that's because like it's not like you have to be able to separate at some point, and this is what we talked about again: is you separate yeah. the person from the art. Um, and at some point, no, you don't. But what I like about what she did here is, like, she says she doesn't stand by the sketch, and she's horrified for horrified for it. But she can't like erase it. You know, she she, says to her. So, she did make a point about comedy by its nature. Is this her exact word? Comedy by nature is not all evergreen, uh, and not at all evergreen. So if you're doing it right, you look back at your old stuff and you're horrified. And that is kind of if you look back yeah. at any comedy from the '80s. Like and you can even None watch of Revenge of the Nerds and not oh, be all like, oh, oh shit, could, yeah, oh no, shit, Porky's. Oh yeah. Uh, what was what was it? yeah? There's there's so many. Um, no, it's it's all bad. It's oh all, man, you're like, but, wait, I watched Revenge of the Nerds with you. Uh, was it like last year or something like that? I'm going, that's that's rape. That's straight up rape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, but it's played, but it's okay though because she likes it in the end. That's yeah. what the story. That's what the, yeah. the the point of that was. And that one that yeah, was the eighties too. I mean, uh, and then he watched Porky. Like that's that's sexual I mean, assault. Yeah, <laughs> that's invasion of privacy. Uh, yeah. It's really just really cre- like horrible. creepy stuff. Yeah, sexual assault for sure. The eighties is full of people that that would be registered on the sex offender list if they were real people. Well, I mean, even like uh, even in just like the how we tell stories have changed in well, terms you of the the like old lady. What was that sketch? It was from SNL or something. Uh, the old lady telling that was the story not a sound. That was college humor. It's a college humor. It's college humor. Telling uh, telling the story of how she met her husband, and then she was in the uh, as a young woman, she was in the park, 
And then this man walks up to her and says, I've been staring at you for an hour, and you're just the prettiest thing I've ever seen. And she <laughs> was can't, like, people she can't was like hear I'm this. not interested at all. Matt's eyes just went so wide here, just like in terror. I need to see this sketch, because I, like, I see why this sketch is funny yeah. automatically. So he, uh, she said, um, no, 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 you know, I, I didn't... Uh, I didn't say yes to the date because, you know, you're not supposed to say yes on the, the to strange men. And uh, he sent flowers to my work and then... Uh, Too many flowers. <laughs> like a lot of flowers. And eventually I said uh, I would go on a date with him. Just and then, to stop him. Just to stop him. And then he asked me to marry him. or something. On the first date. On the first date. I'm going to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all like now is really identifiable creep behavior. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To explain, not to explain that joke for those who are just... Well, oh, God. I, I, well, so there was a person that uh, that's and very close to me. saying the same story like, yeah. He said that. And yeah. it's actually, well, there's a funny thing about that. So my, uh, a friend of mine was worked with their husband. Well, they're not husbands now, but not because of that. Uh, and they worked together, and he constantly asked her out. And she constantly said no. She was like, well, I have nothing to do with it. But he just kept asking her out. Uh, and then in the end, he asked her out to go to a concert. And she really wanted to go to the concert. She didn't want to go on a date with him, but she wanted to go to the concert. And because she took the date just so she could go to the concert, she actually got a chance to meet him and talk with him and actually got found to like him after having done that. Yeah, that's but like, a horrible in, example. In modern day. Like, you can't, like, like, I wouldn't tell that to any person under right? the age of 50. Anybody, because they're going to they're gonna think it's okay well, to just keep how, pursuing. That's how what, that's the, that's the, cult, they're the very culture that we raise. Yeah. But, uh, speaking of like comedies that don't age well. It's like, the don't take no for an answer so, mentality. So here's the thing. There is, in, in, in form and function, there is a difference. So back when I was in law school, there was something about like the way I would hit on women, and the way my friend would hit on women. Oh yeah, where you would and, say the exact same thing. And, and to one person, horrible. it sounds creepy. Yeah. There, there's, there I, is I, a I, subtlety. Because I, I, I remember you, you using this example on me. Like he was talking, and was like, "Oh no!" And then you would say the same thing. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's all right." And and uh, well, a lot of it's it is rapport. A lot of it was the same. Thing. Like there's this concept that I deal with as like a, a coach and like relationship coach and, and that kind of thing is it, it's a way of being mm-hmm. right. And that's kind of this unidentifiable thing. We don't identifiable it's a thing. One. Yeah. But once you are able to genase it, yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's what's behind it also. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the thing. It's, it's, your, it's how, it's, you it's how are it. you being at a, at a molecular level, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking to people. It's what's what's why, behind like, it. What's coming from it? And that's why, like in my job, like I was, you know, I'm talking to other people who hold a similar position, you know, a sales manager position. And they'll go into a location, and and like this one manager just hates everyone who has chosen the career I I have right now, except me. It's a laughable thing, and she doesn't even understand it either. She mm-hmm. says, "I don't really like sales managers coming in here and." talking to us and I asked them to leave and, and but you can do whatever you want you can use my office and all that kind of thing and it's because I don't that's have it in order to like it's not well, my, you my, you're my, a supporter not a commander it's your aura and the, yeah it really is that's that way of being so that presentation like you said how I present is influenced by my actual intention yeah you know and, and so like but that's such a like we have to stop getting people to touch people inappropriate first. Oh, if man. we can, like, oh. if we can, before we can start, start talking about, like, like let's your start way training of being. our children to not be rapists. Yeah, then, like, like so that's why I'm like, that's why, like, that story you've got about your friend is cool, and I believe it, and I'm glad everything worked out. So well, the way that Eric and I.
and I kind of got together was he he asked me a couple times and I was like, no, absolutely not. Well, first of all, she called me a creep bag the first time we met. I for sure did. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of are. Dude, he asked for my picture when I was wearing a skimpy Halloween costume. Uh, Uh, The other person was willing to give the picture. Oh, that's the worst excuse ever. And you were all like, well... It was gross. Sounds gross. It was okay. gross. I was dressed as sexy Mad Hatter. My skirt was like bottom of the butt cheek. Solid. Why did you? And well, first, I don't even know why you dressed up in that. For like, was it day like four at that job? Yeah. Oh, this was at, at work. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's a subtle difference that we have not included. It was it was at work. It was at the work counter, and wait, I want to take stop, a picture stop, of my coworkers stop. in their Halloween oh, costumes. Oh, you were working no. together. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. You wouldn't want a picture with your coworkers, plural. Just me. It wasn't just and you. And also, at work, in sales, a sexy girl dressed in a sexy outfit it, sells a lot of stuff. It wasn't just you. It was also the other girl who I can't remember the name of that freaking, what's his name, was trying to bed. Well, that was, was really she annoying. She was also wearing a Halloween costume. Uh, wasn't really? as skimpy, but it was kind of like in the... Like the well, like, what was it? I, I don't remember what it was. See? Less important. Exactly. Well, I also didn't. I also didn't exactly. marry her, and knowledge basically drops off the body when you but, don't okay, need it. So, so he's Eric. Stop working. That there. story's important. Eric, stop working in my life. There. I was moved to a different store uh, for a promotion. And, You're going to make it sound creepy, but it's and not. He followed me there. Nope, that's not how it worked. You know that's not true. He started shopping at my store. So that, that now see I will that's not necessarily creepy. No, no, no. Well, no the reason for it is I definitely not. I understood that he wasn't there because specifically me. He was, I was there, there because to, of falling out. Because I hated that fucking yeah. store and people that worked there, and I didn't want to give them my pre-orders. That's understandable. I didn't think that was creepy, but um, and also it happened to benefit because we. Yeah, because she know, got my pre-orders. We we enjoyed <laughs> each other as people. No, we didn't at that time. And you well, hated me eventually. Still. Um, and then I wanted to go to Six Flags, and he happened to oh. need someone to go with him to Six Flags, and we bonded. So there's a uh, another thing that I think plays a lot into culture, and that is the ability to read body language. Yeah. And uh, so many people on this planet do not know how. So, for instance, if you basically make a flirty comment at somebody, and they show with closed-off behavior that they're not okay with it, sure, you just fucking stop. Yeah. If you can read body language. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, in my horniest moment hitting on a woman, if I hit on her and she recoils back in any way, shape, or form, no matter how micro, like, emotional it is, mm-hmm. I can pick up on that and I fucking stop. Well, that's good. Because I'm a reasonable goddamn human being, even when I'm trying to basically <laughs> find somebody to date or whatever. Now, now, here's the question. If their body language says no, but their words say yes, what do you... Or their body language say no, and their words say yes, what do you that's do? That's just them being kind and considerate. That's not me basically reading into it. And what if the opposite happens? Their words say yes, and their body language says no. That's a situation in which you pull back you from your... That? your no, the other way. No, it's the other way around. That's a situation in which you pull back from the actions... We're going to have to replay this tape. I'm pretty no, sure no, he said no, the no, exact no, same thing. No, no, he said it right. The first he idea... He knew what you meant. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure the words he, you used... He said it right. I think I fucked it up. No, he said it right. Because the first thing he said was is that they specifically say um, that they no. want it, but they don't show they want it. The second time he said... Where they, they, they I, I said want I said it. They want it, but they you don't. You said si- the same thing. I did, but I put the actions around the other thing. The general concept <laughs> about that is, is that if, if you think what if their mind's telling no, but their body is telling them yes. If, if so their mind is saying no, but their body's saying yes, you still pull back. But you know what? You can always try to revisit that later if they start becoming a little flirty with you, or if the situation has clearly changed. But you do not keep going at it because I think words they've, pre- they've been very clear with that. Yeah. 
They've been very clear with words because, look, someone might want to sleep with somebody, but because their life is in a certain place, they can't. I think you know, and you have I to respect that. No is ever either hinted you on have in to any respect way, it. you have to say no. Yep. Even if their words say yes, their body says no. If their words say no, their body says yes. Look, no no, no is still involved. fucking involved. I'm 100% with so you. Status. Every every teenage yeah. boy gets an erection out of control. Just because you see a teenage boy with an erection doesn't mean that they want to fuck you. That's not true. Well, I mean... They might not. Fuck yeah. Okay, first of all, it works both ways, guys. You can't throw that at them. <laughs> it's really fucked up. If we throw it at them, they're going to get an erection and fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't go there. Papayas. So the way she kind of addresses the way society goes towards this, the history of comedians and people like that, is she calls it, and this is such an interesting term that I love so much, and it's righteousness porn. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I can see that. Well, that it's not only that. There's like that's kind of adjacent to like cancel culture. Well, that's righteousness porn, basically. Yeah. That that is cancel culture. The idea of like I'm so much better than you because I don't know. I'm not okay with you saying She's these like, things. Like this person's canceled. This person's over. This person's I'm getting out. so hard on this. It's, it's like the mentality. It's this, yeah, same mentality as white splaining. It's know? it's just right up there with watching like inspirational videos on on YouTube to like feel empowered. It's it's mm-hmm. a different form of porn. It's oh, a different form I see of porn. What you're saying. It's like I feel I feel this because of this. Well, you're getting gratification. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's let's let's. I would love to remove that from the term pornography, and then I'd also like to adjust the form of porn. Oh, first of all, for, like the connotations that go along. With I've got no problem with but, pornography, but I get what she's saying. It is, it is. Well, all it is is self self righteousness. That's yeah. all it is. And but what it is the 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 porn part of it, which I think she's alluding to, is this. The desire to punish. Yeah. Well. And that's. It's. The, a, I think it's the desire to feel better than someone else. That's it. That's well. Yeah. That too. Mm-hmm. But the ability to hold a control and the ability to make someone else, you know, take that power away from them. I think that's what a, keeps them going. What the the the, the so those those self righteous people. You started you started off first with the idea of wanting to basically point out that you're better than somebody to get that kind of that rush of like I'm better than you. Yeah. And then when society starts to basically cater around that whole mentality in a group forms, then it basically forms like you were saying that kind of that sa- that other feeling of like you know we're punishing you as a yeah, group. But but there's two different like levels the, of that. You those, know what I mean? Like they they fuel each other into a cycle circular those circle jerk. People that really enjoy um, <laughs> Porn. making other people feel less than just because Someone. they're more righteous, the holier thou thing. Yeah. The people that do that um, aren't they just sexual sadists secretly? No, they're usually little. And when I say little, I don't mean like I mean like they feel internally. Little. Well, that's what a sexual sadist typically feels, is that they have to take well, it out no, of the people Well, no, that's not. There's a whole well, culture that yeah, basically believes wanna... in sadism that isn't exactly a negative or, or wouldn't I, well, even go think, to this I realm. Think, I think sadism itself has taken a backseat to the term dom versus sub, yeah. maybe. But there's pain stuff and that stuff like involved too, which kind of yeah. is more sadism. But, but there's nothing negative. Like, these people can basically have perfectly okay lives but still just get off with that but, kind of but stuff. The, yeah, and, and some people do that shit full-time, and I know some of them personally. Yeah, pretty great people. Yeah, um, there's nothing wrong with that mentality. But, uh, just, I don't want to lump them in the same but boat. The 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 need inherently to punish people for what things you don't agree with, um, for whatever reason, regardless of what side of the line of this you're on, is how we've gotten to where we've gotten. Yeah, and like it takes real work, and I have to do it in my everyday life to stop punishing people that I care about. And those are the people I care about. Is it okay to punish people you don't care about, though? No. It's like, that's the thing. You've got to get 
like if I don't we're think it's our to, job to punish others so much as it is to just educate them. But what well, if and, you, and, the, and that is perfect because that would denote you're taking the time and effort yeah. to not punish someone and to move a conversation or an issue forward. The other way is saying like, oh, she fucked up once and now we're going to drive her into the ground. But right. what if your job is literally to be someone that punishes someone? What is that job? Executioner. Like, uh, no. <laughs> right, well, I was thinking more like a prison guard that has to like put people in solitary if they get violent or aggressive in, in the, well, and the jail. Or that's technically an arm of the punishment. And quite frankly, I couldn't do that job anyway. Like talk about like ice and shit like that. Oh man, like, those guys are every single one of them are bootlickers, without exception. Because there's a look on their face in the videos, you can just, see it. I, I don't care it's what they look like. I don't care. No, no. It's, it's like it's, the reaction to the situation they're in. There's just like yeah, little kind of this every, dead smirk. I've seen, I, I dead smirk. But even if they're working at a desk job for that, they are weak people. And I and here's why: is that at some point you have to draw a line. It's like and go and you know find another job or. Use your social networks to get somewhere else. Take your family and get them help. Like, and I think there should be resources for the people who are forced to work at ICE who don't want to work there anymore. What do you think but about a show regarding to... a, an ICE uh, employee who is just sick of, of this shit and then goes rogue from ICE, finds out the lists of families that are being hunted down, and then goes and smuggles them out? Before ICE can come and knock on their door. I would prefer a show, show about somebody who gets frustrated with uh, the way like the immigration policy works and then basically makes a whole YouTube series about how to get through the system well, that's effectively and quickly. Happening right now. So uh, like there's ICE agents are going rogue. Oh, no, well not that. There's uh, there's a, a documentary that recently came out. Cats eating lasagna. Monica. Sorry. What? <laughs> there, there's not sequitur. There's a, there is a documentary coming out. Um, and that it was I, I heard about it first. It was a, I think it was a This American Life story or maybe a Radio Lab story. Of um, uh, what are they? Uh, dreamers mm-hmm. who are like well informed and well educated and learned about the system first, um, and on, like on purpose got themselves detained in an ice facility so they could help people from the inside. That's insane. They we know what happened. About that, I would watch that. That but one, like, that one Muslim. I have a name for the show, the first show. Yeah. Of like a group of people that are bringing down like that, you know, immigration and customs enforcement. The worst problem about Fresh that is ice. If, the problem with that situation <laughs> that if you did that, that's fucking awful. If you did I that, there, it. it's technically you would be doing criminal activity doing that. Yeah, it's sabotage. Yeah. Well, no, not just the idea of sabotage, but the fact of leaking like pre- like raids and stuff like that would be considered, uh, well, not to the level of like treason, but like interfering with the police operation. There's but multiple not, crimes. But they're speed. not necessarily a police organization. Well, they're a federal organization. Yeah, but that I don't know if that. Gives the you federal the same investigation thing. is a different. It's a, it's it's a different Isn't coin, but the same rule. Yeah. No, it, I, I'm not saying I'm for the idea of if I do what they're doing. I'm just saying... What, what police drama do you know of that yeah. follows actual laws? Like, come on. Crushed uh, ice. Crushed ice. Time. Netflix. Coming let's in next talk. Time. Netflix, let's talk. So uh, I want to talk about one more thing, and then we'll, we'll try to get into some of the, the extra flurry stuff. But let's talk about Kanye West. Yeah. Yay. I like this one. So uh, Kanye West is trying to save the world one Star Wars hut at a time. 
Um, <laughs> he, he's in Calabasas right now. Oh, no. Building homes. Uh, nearby. Just wooden sh- like forms for gumdrop-shaped homes uh, that he basically was inspired off of the Star Wars The New Hope for Tatooine. I hope it's a new hope. I swear to God, if he if he was watching the prequels and he was Say inspired off the prequels, about the prequels, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't kiss him on this. his seventeen dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so he was he was building the these houses out there, uh, kind of close to where he lives um, in his like this rich area. But he's trying to build like affordable, low income housing out there for people, uh, which is kind of a good thing. Um, so one of his the neighbors to the property uh, saw them building these ugly oh, I, looking structures. I mean, ugly is in the eye beholder. I actually think, from what I saw, I think they look pretty nice. Well, I mean, if, if this if is like a landscape, weird geodesic dome shapes that just jut out like nothing else if you're around a, you. They all look like diglets. If you're like a, a slightly rich person and you're living in in this area and you see just a bunch of little shit huts popping up around your house, you might get a little bit upset. Well, I mean, I'm not know, saying they're uh, right or wrong. I'm just saying what happened. They look like Pokemon, and everybody's happy. Well, well you actually, are, no. You are happy. I'm so happy <laughs> so, that all the rich people have to look at Diglets. So they reported on Kanye West's construction, and Somebody they snitched. They snitched. <laughs> they snitched fucking hard. They snitched so hard they got a paper cut on their their money they got back from snitching. Uh, but they they came up there and investigated. Did they have to get a stitch. They did. They had the snitch had to get a stitch. Yeah. Uh, so they came out there, and because they were basically in the beginning forms of construction, uh, I Kanye's that hateful look. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's people actually lied and said they were temporary structures. Uh, here's where, like, I know a little bit about this. You can pour a concrete foundation and have a structure not be permanent. Now, you probably need permits for the foundation. Um, it depends a lot. So here's the thing, though: you can pour like foundation, uh, and you can you can build a structure on concrete. But the thing about the because they came back out later under another call, and now the concrete have been poured out of the structures. If you build wood into concrete, it's you can't say it's a temporary structure at that point. Yeah. Like, so he built the frame he, into he, the concrete. That's the thing. If you anchor that in any way, shape, or form, that's what he with, had. A, with an anchoring fixture. Yeah. Then it's a, it's no longer temporary. Yeah. So by that standard, they, they were all like, "Nah, nah Kanye, <laughs> nah, Yeezy, they, this ain't working." Um, Yeezy doesn't care about poor people. Um, I, well, I don't. <laughs> it's a joke. I, I well, you can I don't say know. it's a joke, but like, I, I I see down here that he's on the hook for like fourteen hundred dollars in fines, which. I mean, the guy sneezes hard enough, and you know that that pops out. At least, it, like, so one limited edition T-shirt from him is like fourteen hundred bucks. So. so the funny thing about this is, is that he has to tear down the structures he built, uh, or get it up to code by this date, and he he has to pay this fine. But if he doesn't tear down the structures or get it approved by code for whatever the reason. Um, he's going to get a um, constant finding, which means yeah, the finding will go sense. up and go higher. Yeah. Uh, now, he could probably get an extension uh, to basically give more time if he needs to because maybe he put the plans in and they, they're taking longer to get approved or they get a revision. But, yeah, he could be on the hook for, for a lot more than just $1,400 um, if he doesn't follow their, their... And you know what? Do well, we think is... he's going to listen to him? Uh... I, I think he's got people to help him listen to things that are really important. And I think he's, he's managed not, not to get listen hit. to those people. I, I think he's managed to not get hit by a bus. 
So someone's looking out for him? I mean, do we know I that mean, for a fact? I mean, I'm sure he's been clipped by at least three in his life. Is that a slight against Jason Momoa? <laughs> no, he got hit by a bulldozer. Mm. He did not get hit by a bulldozer. No, he's dead. Okay. He's dead he's, now. He's dead. Wait, right, no, more, no more Justice League. Two. Well, that's a good thing. Um, I thought it was Aquaman, too. Either way. All of them. <laughs> um, I'm going to miss him, though. He's a really hard guy. The, the thing that this is most directly related to, though, which the story doesn't mention, is it's kind of his part of his like Sunday services thing. Are you guys familiar with that? No, I'm not aware of it. So Sunday he's basically thing. holding the Church of Kanye out there. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Uh, it's, it's pretty rough. But, you know, he's doing like... So this isn't to help poor people. This is for his ego. Yeah. Oh, Everything wow. he does is for so that, that, and that, But that's a very interesting philosophical conversa- like conversation to have. Like, is it possible to do anything that's not selfish? Well, yeah. Uh, like, there's... Okay, so there actually was... I forget the name of it, but there was... I think it was Prince, actually, who uh, donated tons and tons of money during his lifetime sure. and then refused to basically take credit for it and only came out that he did it that's, after that's fine. he was dead. Yeah, also, so Bob you Dole... you not take credit for it if... Uh, uh, here's the pushback to that. But you know you did it, so your ego still gets fed. Unless it hurts you to do it. And then you get to play the martyr about it hurting you, and your ego gets fed. It only this feeds is... your ego if other people know. No, it doesn't. No, no, I, I hear what he's saying in here. It's... If you are... You, you feel self-righteous. It, it's yeah. the same thing as righteousness porn. The idea that I'm better than these people because I do this. Yeah. So but see, then you have to be... For the person's you can take it, take it to a much if smaller you, scale. If you pay for the person behind you on their groceries, uh-huh. and then you fuck off before they even know what's happening... Your sense of satisfaction is selfish. Now, I'm not saying that that's my belief. I'm saying that's an argument that has never, to my knowledge, been solved. So this is my solution for it, because I've actually been in a situation. Don't get me wrong. I think you can retroactively feel good about it, and you you can cherish it after the fact. But I think if you do something reflexive in a moment, because you just, like, you, like... Maybe some upbringing that you did tells you that that's the right thing to do, and you just yeah. automatically do it without thinking. That is, in essence, a charitable act done for the sake of charity, not for the sake of your own card. Uh, but it's not charitable anymore. Now it's a reflex. Well, so here's the thing, though. So, like when I was younger, I used to, I was working in San Diego, uh-huh. and there was this crazy woman uh, who was literally like trying to like run through the the, the freeway. By the time I got there, though, she, that was already gone in the past. She was right. this woman on the street, off her meds. And, you know, she begged me for a ride in the car. And the, the cop showed up say, we have to take her in. I'm like, she just has to give her a ride home. And, like, just, I don't want to leave this freaking lady on the street. Right. And she's all like, you know, just go. Like, if you take her to her home, that's fine. I hated the fact that I had to do that the whole time I was doing it. Yeah. I hated the fact that I had to do it. But there's, I just like, couldn't it's say no to it. Right. But, you know, later in life, I think I've told that story maybe twice in my life. This right. might be the third time. Um, like, yeah, I can gain some type of like righteousness porn from the fact that I did it. Right. But in the moment of it, I don't know if it was if it's a mixture of just like it had to get done by somebody mm-hmm. and maybe a societal need kind of like rose up in me like, you know, I have to do this for society, I have to do this for this person, I have right. to do this for that. I didn't I never had any idea of feeling like I was better than someone doing I, it. I totally believe you. But like yeah, there's definitely like the feeling afterwards where it kind of fits like a, a, a bill of that whole righteousness point. And, and this and this is again not to poke holes in the story. I don't tend to I, I'm just purely playing devil's advocacy because yeah. it's an interesting thing. I, I totally agree and I think that's what makes us human and yeah. that's why I believe that you know most people are good. You guys may not agree with that. Um, in that moment, whatever that thing in you that created your ego 
was being fed for you to say yes. So you were being a good person because that's the only thing a good person was do, and being a good person was important to who? Your ego. But I'm not a good person. I would agree with that as well. <laughs> but in that moment, that, that's basically the argument that gets made. But to, to rewind it, and I don't agree with that yeah. at all. I believe very much in, in the kindness of strangers and everything else like that. I had an argument with a friend once about the fact that nothing we do is something that we choose to do, but a product of the environment we live in. And I literally that's got that's so nonsense. angry at him and was all like, then what the fuck is the point of art? Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, that puts it down. Like, I'm all like, if, if, if that's true, then nothing that we do matters. Art is worthless. Well, this, it's basically oh, well, just a regurgitation does, of vomit. Does art imitate life then? Or does life imitate art? Well, I will tell you this. They're making a video game for uh, Angry Birds, the second movie in VR, that represents the Angry Birds 2 movie that was based off oh, of a video game. I got dizzy. Yeah, right? No, this shit literally is happening. Okay, here's the vomit like, bucket. I've used it already. It can only get worse is if they make a movie based off the VR applications of that game yep. later. That's the only way it can get worse. Don't you throw up that dinner I made you. And the, the movie is called Angry Birds VR More. Uh, and then they make a video game based off of Angry Birds VR More movie where you do more VR. They can make a movie off of that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I hear what you're saying. That was a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> You rolling a booger in a Lincoln Navigator? What's this dot on the eye here? <laughs> oh, that's that's Jeremy Baramy. That's Tuesdays and sometimes every day and sometimes not. Every, and everything inside of it. And this it's like, broke me. Thank <laughs> God I love that in a good place. Oh. I, I I'm catching up still. Oh. You ever got the Jeremy Baramy? No. Oh, that is such a great episode. Season and I'm loving it. I think that's the third season, right? It's third season. Yeah. Jeremy Baramy is third season, yeah. and I it think is. I'm gonna binge that while uh, the family's out of town. It is. That is, the, in my opinion, the probably the best, the best episode. The best part of the entire series. I, I don't want to say any more. I don't want to say any more. It's Jeremy Baramy. It's the name of the episode. Okay. So it's literally the title. But it, it is and quite literally the... I think it gives a lot of value to the characters in general. And it also talks about uh, like so many facets of it. That show that's is insane. A, that's such a well-written show. That show that is so... great. If you think the show is great now... Season three gets so fucking like psychological that it's insane. Oh man, I'm excited now. I got I got my next few evenings planned. They literally deal with morality to like such a like psychotic which level. Is, in which season is three. my favorite. Oh man, yeah. that's so. that's your best porn. Yeah, that's that's my that's my jam. That's yeah. that's what you call intellectual no, porn. For that shit. Oh yeah. Intellect- oh yeah. Intellectual porn. Well, I mean, what, what a what. But it's intellectual softcore porn. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. No one was, I, I, I'm into the hard stuff too. Like I can like. But you know, if the mood's right, um, that's what all TED talks are, by the way. <laughs> Intellectual softcore porn, <laughs> for sure. If you're not like literally with like a, like a Nobel laureate, like going over a topic, it's softcore porn. I mean, okay, I well, there's a little. Yeah, bit. Anybody can do a TED talk, and they're not all that great. I watched one. No, on, there's some really bad. Well, there was especially there TEDx. was one. Oh man, there was this one TED talk oh, about the guy I with his washing his hands, and you, you flip his head ten times. Yeah, and you, he was like, "This is how you, you save use paper. One paper towel to." Dry your hands off after washing them. Ten flicks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Monica is flicking her and hands, people that I can't see it. Wife, wife. That's a wife. TED talk. That was a TED talk. It's a really that short was one. A TED talk. But it's uh yeah no it's. And I was like, oh, what wow. the fuck? No, you need to find this because I would bet anything that it's not truly a TED talk. Oh, spoiler alert for that TED talk! But it's way. a TEDx. 
No, I think it was a TED Talk. A, a legit a, TED a Talk? Because like, yeah. you, you, I could have a guy on a stage at a TED Talk. I could do that. And oh, there's a little tiny X next to the logo. And it's the exact same thing. But they're like, these are like, this is this happened in, you know, three hours outside of Omaha, Nebraska, behind a cornfield type of things. Or like in Silver Lake, out behind, you know. Mm. Uh, I think this a is a, a, a legit, legit TED Talk. It, they TED all talk. look totally legit. But there's a difference between TED and TEDx. It's a very subtle. Big it's difference. a very subtle difference in in branding. Uh, the, like the searches will probably bring up the same thing. But here we are. We're looking at it up right now. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. My computer's being slow because we're recording. Uh, but <laughs> it's. Um, I, I was. Do, I had the same experience where I was like, "What is the bar that low?" Yeah. And like, and then sure enough, I'm like, "Oh, these are these are community hosted events." Is what mm. they are. Or any That's asshole the, can get on the stage. Yeah, these are open mic intellectual circle jerks. Oh my god. I think it's on TED.com. If it's yeah. on TED.com, no, it's a TED let's, Talk, let's, right? Let's, let's let's click it. Let's let's make sure. Yeah, it was. I was watching a bunch of TED Talks. And it's literally on TED.com. Uh, yeah, I believe that, but they own yeah. all TEDx stuff too. Look, man, I'm telling you, it was a I'm regular mute it, TED Talk. I don't think it's important to basically hear this. Shit. What the fuck just happened? Oh no, mute it. I don't want to hear this shit. I don't want to give them anything. Ideas hold worth on, spreading. Hold, this is yeah, this is the guy. This is the oh fucking shake his hand. Of course he's a seventy five year old man. Oh no, you know what? He's right. This is a Ted is X Concordia. Yep! Oh god, Concordia. So good. No, no, right. no, no, you need to hear this though. This took place at Concordia University in Portland. Yeah. That's a university. A Portland. <laughs> yeah. B it's still an open mic night because it happened at the university because you that tenured professor could rent some stage time and get clapped at. It's one paper towel per person per day. It's like, what, what if you fucking go to the bathroom more than once a no, day, you, you piece you of shit? you save that paper towel. <laughs> it's the same paper towel. Yeah. You save it? Why not just carry a towel Try around it. with you? Yeah, why not just carry a handkerchief? Just wipe it on your fucking pants at that That's point. That's what I do. I don't care. Oh, Fancy God. Pants. This guy really upsets me, though. Okay, moving on, moving on. Well, Kanye, anyway, that's, I think, his his very ego and driven. I think he's trying to do good, but, yeah. There's uh, one more thing. So I do have to keep up with our promise of violence. Uh, So I'm going to pick... Let's go with the dead people from murder-suicide. That's Oh, good. Man, I was hoping you weren't going to do that one. There's plenty of violence in Hong Kong, Oh no no, no. I, I, that that right there is in my opinion a poison pill for me to talk about because I'm gonna piss somebody off with that one. So let's talk right. about dead people uh, in Washington State because we were talking about Portland. So I mean, why not? Right, the next door neighbors. Yeah. So in Washington State, uh, there were a couple uh, that were found. Uh, the husband's 77. I'm trying to remember if I remember what this. This, the, the wife's age was, but she was over 65. Approximately the same age? I think she's probably around the same age, but I think a little bit younger. Uh, so the um, the husband shot his wife in the head and then shot himself multiple times. Three times. So the reason being is she apparently had a disease that required treatment, and they did not have health care. They did not have money for health care. And he could not afford to basically take care of her, so she was going to suffer and possibly die. Uh, so their solution was murder-suicide. Yeah, that sounds like a reasonable solution to well, that. The thing about this is, I want to be very clear about this, we don't know if that was something she was okay with. Nothing about this story confirms that she made this decision. It's just so much that we know he did. 
So he apparently called the police and told them that uh, uh, he he was going to shoot himself after he killed his wife uh, and that he would be in the front room. And the sheriff showed up 15 minutes after the phone call. By the way, 15 minutes is a slow response time. 15? 15 minutes. 15, 15 Isn't that like eight times faster than any police response we've ever had? Uh, yeah. Monica, we literally live a block with the police station. If we and called them here. it took them hmm. 45 minutes one time. That wasn't here. That was yeah, in a different location. That was in a different location, also yeah, we were across nowhere, the street from a police station. The police station that, that, that was that? No. That police station was uh, down a couple streets and up about like three or four miles away. There was a substation in the mall that was never open, but we were, that was in count. They don't have cars, they don't jump out and run over to your house for that Either location. Way. They're just there to catch shoplifters at the mall. <laughs> uh, I would love, I would love a mall cop to show up at a domestic. Mall right? It's feel like I'm here to, to take out the trash. Sorry, it took 45 minutes. <laughs> and, I was on Segway. And the guy that took so long came out. Took so long because of the fact that he was there just for fingerprinting. That was the fingerprint but he guy. Didn't even fingerprint anything. Yeah, I know because he's all like, Wait, I'm not gonna get anything. By the way, spoiler that if you're a criminal, they literally can't get fingerprints off of anything in modern world. Like nothing is conducive to fingerprints anymore. Really? Yeah, so Pretty many much. things. He's like, Only you have to have... my cell phone and my glasses, apparently. Yeah, no, seriously. That's that, that's 100%. He's like, you have to have a completely flat surface that is not treated to be, like, oily resistant. or resistant to things. And if it is oily or resistant to things, then you're fucked. Like, he's all like, what about the door? He's like, you're not going to get a fingerprint off the doorknob. I'm like, how are you not going to get a fingerprint off the doorknob? He's like, because you turn it, your fingers move, it's going to smear the fingerprint, and you also doorknobs are treated. Like just like laziness. Excuses. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, 100%. That's just a guy who's bad at his job. Well, he, we made him take fingerprints of things, and he was he was actually right. There was no clear fingerprints on like anything that we made him take fingerprints just, on. Just find someone better at their job, man. Yeah. Find someone who wants to help somebody who's just robbed. I mean, right? But you know what? I kind of want to thank the guy that, that burglarized our apartment because he made it a lot easier for me to deal with having my ex's wedding ring still. Uh, by taking it. Oh, hey, you know what? See, silver yeah. lining, everybody. Yeah, silver uh, lining. He, he took my super awesome Zippo lighter that I, that was a one-of-a-kind limited item that I'll never be able to get ever again. But he didn't take your special secret kit. Don't talk about that. Oops. That's That's not something you talk about. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Um, we'll take that one off But he did here. take only two out of our four collector's Nerf guns. Which was really weird that he took two of them. It's, he is a man of discerning taste. I think the guy was like like 15. They were, like, they who were takes, identical. Who takes a lighter? all right next to each other. Who takes a lighter, jewelry, a credit card, uh, Nerf guns, and, then, head, and then a PS4. But okay. he, leaves, he left the Xbox. Uh, well, a crackhead, a, a recent crackhead. It was a PS3. It was that long ago. Sorry, PS3. No, it was a PS2, it was a PS3. wasn't it? Was it a PS3? Yep. There's that flat one with the top that pops up. Yeah, and, and he left my bright-ass pink controller between That would be a PS2. Yeah. I thought it was a PS2, too. By the way, reasons to the buy controllers that, like that? Reasons to buy controllers that are colors nobody likes, like bright-ass pink, is because nobody will touch them. It's true. So she's not she's not wrong. There's like it's, it's, 60 bucks. I did it not stands have out. Again. It stands out. But regardless, <laughs> that tracks. regardless of that, though, <laughs> so here's something that really throws me. So they got there 15 minutes later, and then they were basically outside of the house for an hour. Trying to get a hold of people inside the house. For an hour. When someone's non-responsive, I mean, don't you just, like, scope it at that point and then kick down the door? Yeah, that's reason for possible, whatever, their reasonable need to get inside. That's perfectly fine. Criminal thing, like, hiding evidence, whatnot, that's not the issue. The thing is about, like, you know, oh, they're not responsive. The guy says he's going to commit suicide. Sure, it could be a trap. Don't get me wrong. It could be a trap. They could basically do that. That's why you scope. 
I'm not a huge... Like, police, tactical... Fan of those gentlemen anyway, but... um, I would say that I couldn't imagine what it's... And first of all, you, those, what like, it, like, do you want to deal with hearing someone yell through a megaphone at a house for an hour when you're there their neighbors? I mean, that's just, like, dude, I am trying to read a book. Can I watch my Netflix and chill, please? Does that make <laughs> me a monster? <laughs> I mean, it makes you American. <laughs> True, right? But no, so, like, the funny thing about it is the sheriffs are talking about the tragedy of this and saying, you know, uh, it's really sad that senior citizens find themselves in that desperate situation where murder and suicide is the only option. Uh, that he says help is always available if you call 911. Well, to, well no, no, not really. Absolutely not. The funny thing is... If anything, that would have been way worse. The funny thing about it is is that if you are locked up in prison, you can sometimes get taken care of better than most of the senior citizens in the U.S. are taken care of. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if you're a senior citizen, commit a crime. Uh, but, but that being said... I mean, that, that happened, I want to say, uh, a year or two ago here. There uh, were, some old guy robbed a bank just for that reason. I think he was dying of cancer or something, wasn't he? Or something? He needed uh, the or, or chemotherapy or something? Something like that. The funny thing about it is actually is that that's almost no longer the case, though. Uh, they've been pushing to basically kick people out of jail as quickly as possible now. Uh, so they, they don't have to take care of them. Or not even like keeping them in jail for small crimes and they just get it on your record and then eventually like you know you need to pay restitution for shit, uh, including restitution for the work, the, the cost for the sheriffs and stuff to do things in a lot of places. And they even charge you for your time in prison in some places. So, like, you end up leaving prison in worse position than you were when you got in. So it's not always the case. Just look up at your local laws mm-hmm. and see if you get charged for being in prison in your state before you basically commit a crime to get health care. But if you're old enough to create a worse enough crime, well, bad enough, or worse enough, jeez, it's been a long day, <laughs> create a sev- commit a severe enough crime so just you can just last your time out in prison. That's true. Then uh, Bob, your uncle. Yeah. Unless you know you want to have sex again, but I mean, if you're older, I mean, probably not happen. doing that. I mean, just maybe not with the gender of your choice. Ooh, what if you're gay though? I mean, that kind of works out great then. Yes, if but you're not gay, if it's in prison though. Yeah, that's the rule. You can't be called gay because you had sex with a man in prison. That doesn't mean you can't be gay and be in prison at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. Send, that's the loophole that no one really knows about. Oh my god, if you're gay, you don't get to go to prison. You don't. They won't let you go to prison. That's because like you'll enjoy it. Yeah, then it's not a punishment. Something? They send That's you to horrible. like like really super strict prison where all the people there are I just very think strict. That if you are a a person with a penis who enjoys another person with a penis and over the age of like seventy five, commit a consensual murder. <laughs> Fuck. And then you're set for life. That's. A little bit of an oversimplification, but I I think I appreciate I don't, it. I'll hear it that way, man. I appreciate I hear it. That is a solid. I think that's pretty well thought out. Rock hard. Just like that guy will be in prison. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's a good amount. I think we talked about... We didn't hit everything. There's no way we were going to hit everything, though. There's not enough violence or porn in this podcast. We always we always go a little long with Matt because Matt is Matt, so great at talking. Matt tangents a little bit. I know. I love it. Don't get me wrong. And we never hit all our list of topics when we have Matt on. It's strategic, it's so I don't have to talk about some horrible shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I just realized that's what you're doing. Uh-huh. I think it's our exit theme song starting up. There it is. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. God damn it, Monica. Forsooth Podcast is a trademark of Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. Forsooth Podcast is brought to you by Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. No badgers were hurt in the recording or producing of Forsooth Podcast. If you or anyone you know was offended by this podcast, please contact your local congressman.